welcome back to Meet Me in Taipei. This is Jacqueline. And this is Janice. And we're so happy to get you guys back here on episode 71. Topic for today, we're talking about recap about our New York City trip slash living abroad and away from family. Before we get in, into more details, um, make sure you guys get your COVID vaccinations, get your boosters if you haven't. And also we have uploaded a new vlog about our New York City trip on YouTube. So make sure you guys tune in and see what we did in New York City. So today we are going to talk about our trip in New York City and how we feel about being away from family, a lot of um, different situations that we've encountered when we're in the United States and our families back in our hometown. So the very first questions that we have for each other is what was our first impression about New York City? Mm, so like I believe like both of us have been to New York City quite a few times, um, but for this time around, it's a little bit different because like COVID and everything, and like going stepping back into the city, like I I realized a lot of stores did close down. Um, it's very it's a little bit different from what I remembered like three years ago. The last time I went was like twenty nineteen. So it's a um it's kind of like bittersweet and a little bit heartbreaking to see, but overall, you know like. New York's not gonna like it's not gonna go away. It's not gonna get beaten down by COVID or anything. It's just people are a little bit more wary and a little bit more like careful when it comes to like day to day living. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? Um, New York City is always like very flourishing and like bustling. Like it's always very busy compared to Los Angeles. Um, about the differences with Los Angeles, Los Angeles is very laid back and there's not much worriness going around. Also, to me, I feel like it's a lot of, like, nostalgic feelings. There's a lot of nostalgic feelings because um, I was in Buffalo when I was in college, and I did visit New York City a couple times. So it was more like, oh, I'm back in this city and, like, experiencing stuff that I've done it before and also met up with a lot of close friends. And also due to COVID situations, I couldn't really meet up with a lot of my close, close friends. And there was a lot of plan change because of COVID as well. But, um... My first impression of New York City has never changed or fade away. It was very, I, like, I'm a city person. So uh, to be honest, I, I like st being in a city, even though sometimes it gets a little um, too hectic sometimes. Uh, it is still a great experience of me that how I would feel as an LA girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like we both grew up in a city, like a walkable, <laughs> pedestrian-friendly city. So like, uh, I do believe that being back in New York City, it's it's kind of like being back where you belong at some point. And even like, we realize, you know, like people, New Yorkers talking and like, tonal differences. Um, it's all very different from LA. And at least for me, like I've gotten used to the lifestyle in LA. So being back in the city, it, it almost kind of feels like home to me. Um, and I definitely prefer, like, <laughs> for those of you that, like, know me, I you know I prefer New York City over L.A. So it's kind of nice, you know, like, being there and, like, especially with Jacqueline and, like, we, you know, like, just traveling together and everything. So it's definitely nice. You know, all the differences, like, accents, tones, and, like, the city differences. How do you feel about New Yorker dress? Like, how do they dress as and how do they um, wear their outfits compared to like people from the west coast it's <laughs> it's definitely like i feel like they dress better um just because you know like winter it's a lot more business oriented um whereas like la it's very entertainment it's very laid back because like new york is known for finance government you know like the government and it's very it's very much so people dress for that occasion 
the West Coast, especially LA, it's known for entertainment. It's known for Hollywood. So people dress for that occasion, you know, how and fashion definitely reflects that and like how people's jobs would affect, you know, like fashion sense as well. You know, remember, like right after we landed in LA, like we were, we went to grocery shopping and then was so like laid back. We were just like dressing up into like hoodies and everything. Yeah, I definitely see the differences. (laughs) But um, I do like to get kind of like balance a little bit because back in New York, we were always dressed up and then thinking about like, what I should be wearing today and all that. Mm-hmm. But I do love how um, New York dressed as because um, it's very business-wise. And I also like that kind of like formal outfits that they they dress themselves as. Mm-hmm. So um, speaking of that, how, how, do you, how do you like your overall trip in New York City? Yeah, I love it. Honestly, like I'll always like traveling, whatever hardships that we may have gone through. But it's just a little like, like Jacqueline mentioned earlier that like, um, a lot of plans were changed. Um, I didn't get to meet a lot of my friends. Um, and just, you know, just I cut my trip a lot shorter because of COVID. Um, I was originally going to stay there for a month plus, but we cut it short to, you know, just a lot shorter than I expected. But overall, like I met a lot of new people, new friends and saw a lot and just basically like kind of immersed myself in a city once again, which is what I, you know, like I, I love doing. So I no regrets at all. I love I love New York City, and I thought like this time was definitely longer than how a usual vacation would last. Because normally I would only be traveling to a certain place for like a week or so, but this time it was like two weeks. So I feel like it was a whole like it was a whole package of like traveling situations, and there was definitely a lot of changes because of COVID situations. But I do love um, a lot of. Um, sightseeing places like museums that we we went and also the most important thing is like traveling with Janice because I've never done this with a friend before Ayo. so <laughs> I think that's a plus so I'm so I'm so glad that we get to have this experience together mm-hmm. so jumping into our like uh, second discussion we are going to talk about like living abroad and away from family so thanks to Fang who suggested this topic to us about like struggling or like uh, since we're both living abroad and away from family, what are like the strugglings and how do we cope with these like stress that we may have to deal on our own? I would like to point out my first experience is that I how I build up my independence with the experiences of living away from family. Um, I actually never really see this as something hard because a lot of times since when I was young, I feel like a lot of problems I had to deal with on my own. And my family, like, sometimes I do tell them my issues, but when it comes to something that relates to my situations, I kind of just, like, rely, rely on my answers. And I, I'm i the kind of person that I don't want anyone else to worry about my situations. So I think living abroad was also, like, kind of fit into um, my individualism of how I like to be independent sometimes. And I think living abroad has always been like at first, obviously, when I was in college, I felt a little, a little sad because as many of you guys may know, like Buffalo is very, um, compared to like somewhere else that we've all know about, like Los Angeles, New York City, Buffalo is a little more quiet, like countryside. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely a little hard to adjust at first, but after a week I was fine. You mm-hmm. know, what yeah. about you? I think like the first year, like my freshman year of college, I was like, I was super homesick. And uh, especially at that time, like I 
I was also in a long distance relationship. So it like kind of added on top of it. Um, and I actually like lost a good amount of weight because like I missed home so much. But building up independence, I think it, it also really comes from like how comfortable you are with being by yourself and being with yourself um, throughout the years that you're just, you know, like you, you, you become independent. And the word independence means um, something to you right now compared to like freshman year of college. You know, so I think that's that's something that you can really build up and something that you can really kind of teach yourself and be comfortable with yourself in. So Janice, anything that you've learned um, when you're living in Irvine for the past seven years? And I was, well, I was, there's this one question that I'm so curious about. So like, how often do you call your parents? Um, so like, it, it, towards the end when I was like a little bit more settled in, mm-hmm. um, I believe I called my parents at least like, at least, at least once every two weeks. Okay. At least. And like FaceTime and like, et cetera, et cetera. But if there were other things to be taken care of, of course, I'll call them like right away. Yeah. But if it's just a chat and to like, let them know how I'm doing, it's once every like two to three weeks. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like not that much, but I like, you know, we're all busy. We all have yeah. our own lives. Mm-hmm. So what about you? You said like, you said that not that often. So my case was like, if I, um, when I call my parents, only when like something happened. Oh. So I think that's like a very bad um, example. Like, it's not like we I don't call them. It's just because sometimes I'm just like busy on my own thing. And I always forget that chatting with parents is also very important. That's why I guess um, my friend suggested this topic because living abroad and away from family, sometimes you kind of forget that you're still part of the family and you've been so busy on what you're doing, but you should still like take some time back and then think about your family and then like spend some time, you know, through the air with them. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, that's something that I've, I'm really not getting used to like mm-hmm. when, I, when I was in Taiwan because like, because like you go from living completely by yourself and like being very comfortable in your own skin and your own like um, space to being under the same roof with your parents and at this day and age, I'm, like, kind of over it, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, as much as I do love them. But you, people do say that, you know, like, there's a reason why your parents and your relationship becomes better when you move out. Like, that's a that's a very, very true statement that I think, yeah, yeah. that I've heard at least. Um, yeah, Jacqueline's right. Like, you still kind of have to check back in with your family every once in a while and just, you know, to tell them, like, hey, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still alive. Don't worry. Yeah, because I realize once you reach, like, a certain time in your life when you start working and, like, having your own family, you realize how important it is to reach out to your family just to ask them how they're doing. Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, I think it's just, it's also kind of, like, relationship building. Like, it takes effort for you to maintain a good relationship with your family and, like, your parents or siblings. So that definitely helps. Exactly. And then, Jack, like, I had a, I also had a question. If there were... Um, if there was a job opportunity that would you that would need you to live somewhere else, like far away from your family, would you do it? And like, why? Yes, I would. I actually, um, this is a very firm answer, but I told myself that if there's something like career wise that could lead me somewhere to maybe have like a better um, a better career life, and knowing that my parents they're healthy and we have a great connection during then I would do that because I think right now I like prioritize my career path more than anything else so I would but if you're saying that there are some situations where I have to maybe like 
stick by my family or like something was going something's going on i hope not you know like i'm just saying like if obviously i probably wouldn't be traveling so far away because in the end family is still someone and the people that would always support you no matter what happened but for now i do want to explore more because i'm still at the age that i want to go out and figure out what I want to do and look for like extra job opportunities for me to grow. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's um, as especially right now, like when your parents are still fairly young and healthy and can manage on their own. I do encourage, you know, just people our age to really just go out and explore a lot mm-hmm. more because, you know, like we're young. We don't have a lot of responsibilities other than like taking care of ourselves. So if you're able to go out, then go out as much as you can and just try new things because, you know, why not? Yeah, like, um, this question actually reminded me of one of my friends who actually reached out to me the other day asking me about whether he should move somewhere for um, a, a very, like, nice opportunity or not. And I was really surprised that he reached out to me because after hearing our podcast, we talk about lives, especially when we're both Janice and I were, like, kind of international. Like, we just travel from here to there and we don't just always settle in one place or one country. Um... I understand what he was going through, like knowing that if he move out, let's say if he's from the East Coast and he's moving to the West Coast, then about his like maybe his like relationship status or like his family may might need him or something, then he will be having a kind kind of like hard to manage where and how to balance. Mm-hmm. You know that feeling? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, when I first uh, heard about his problem, I was actually pretty shook that um, I, realizing that, oh, I have, like, friends starting to, like, encounter such, such problems already while I'm here still, like, trying to figure out my own. So, I, I think this is a very, like, t- this is a very, like, great topic that would um, allow a lot of us or, like, a lot, allow a lot of our listeners to think thoroughly because I think we're about to enter that age when where we starting to think about, like, what we do and what matters um people that are like closer to us don't you think so Janice yeah it's like it's it's not just like you know like you're at that age where like some people are getting married some people are having kids um some people are like you know like about to enter a second stage of their career so it's like it's definitely interesting looking from the sidelines and seeing what problems people have um and not to compare or anything but it's more so to kind of like understand what we're all going through collectively you know mm-hmm. so it's like it's, it's quite nice and it's quite interesting to see as well yeah because normally like after um summer um so like whenever a semester ends normally people will be like okay we're flying back to taipei like me in taipei right that's how our topic is named <laughs> uh-huh. but like this year i know that when it's summer vacation i probably will not want to go back to taiwan mm-hmm. just for vacation wise even just like meeting my family like i want to meet them but Whatever it's um, in my head is like, I want to find like a great internship opportunity or like a position. I want to find that position and to kind of like start working my way throughout what I'm going to do in the future. Like what I'm thinking right now is not about like having fun anymore. It's actually like setting a path for me. Yeah. So I'm happy that I have that kind of thought instead of like having fun, you know. Yeah, it's definitely like your priorities change and yeah, your priorities definitely change a lot. So it's, there's a very big like learning scope to it, but I think that's good. It just means that we're all growing. Yeah, because I remember my dad mentioned this to me once. He was saying that 
you know, after I graduate from school, like, there's not much time I'm going to see you because you're going to be so busy. At first, I didn't really understand. But now that all these words are kind of like coming back to the back of my head, like, you know, coming back right now, kind of hunting me be like, hey, Jacqueline, you don't have that much time spending time with your family. And it's getting a little hard knowing that, you know, sometimes you have a lot of friends, but also you don't get to spend that much time with them. That's when you kind of like prioritize what is so important for you to do first. So I think it's sometimes when I think about it, I'm kind of sad be like, oh, it's not like college anymore. Like, you, you know, you're just like thinking about like, oh, what should I do next? But also there is something everyone prioritizes different things in front of them. So like when I was in college, my friends would just be so down for every, anything. But now after some of my friends graduated from college, they're working and all they do is prioritize their family because they have like financial situations where they have to do. While me, I'm still like in grad school, maybe we have like different path and stuff. That's what I realized too. Yeah, like everybody, again, like everybody's priorities become different and they become a lot more like um, sure of what they want. And they, it's fun and partying isn't exactly like what's on everybody's minds after, you know, like after college. You can really try to, you can really see the difference in like just, you know, people's career paths and people's like, what they want in life and what they like what they want themselves to be pretty much yeah so i also think that's how like living abroad and away from family can can always make a person even more independent comparing to people that are always being with their family now i think that's a great question and topic and you know just people approaching the next stage of their lives it's it's a very interesting like Thing to bring up with so thanks so our next discussion <laughs> um it's actually kind of funny but um how we both realized we both got omicron so we are actually positive for covid19 <laughs> right now yes positive. <laughs> well so it's just funny because like you maybe you guys can tell with our voices it's a little bit deeper and like scratchier Jacqueline why don't you start us off and like telling us about your symptoms and just you know everything so like I <laughs> actually never thought that I would get COVID knowing that um I was I was being super careful knowing me like my friend would be like you're being so much because you know how like I would just like wipe everything everywhere I go even on the alert I would just like wipe the entire train entire places where I'm gonna be sitting at and I was being extra careful I wouldn't take off my mask or anything so I, I feel like when I got it, I probably definitely like, did not know about it because I was like the first one getting it. And the symptoms started showing way before the 30th. Um, actually, it, start, it started showing on the 30th, 29th. Mm-hmm. And I thought that because, okay, so like my body cannot really handle the cold, even though I like being in the cold. I feel like my body can't really handle the cold. Mm-hmm. So I forgot to bring my scarf out that day. So I start having a little like sore throat. So I thought maybe it's because of that. And then towards when I woke up on the 31st, I realized I'm not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Like I start feeling a little bit of the, you know, those kind of like the fever, fever feelings. <laughs> and that's when I realized, oh, maybe I actually got the cold. But knowing like all of us, we didn't want to face <laughs> what's going on. So we were just like, you know what? Let's just test when we're back in LA. <laughs> So, that's so bad. That's so bad. Don't do this, guys. Yeah. But like on the 31st, we're just thinking about, okay, where should we go for New Year's Eve? And thank God that we didn't really meet up with anyone. So we only met up with a friend that got it like already. So we were just like, um, I think we went to New York Times Square. But then that's when 
I think that's when my symptoms, like, my symptoms were on and off, so I took, like, Tylenol in the morning, and then, like, it was, I just started feeling it, but then I remember I was sweating for, like, I was, I was sweating whenever I go to sleep, and I think I had fever, like, for three days, but it would be gone during the day, but it was come back at night, so I think that was kind of uncomfortable, and my symptoms, like, start off with, like, sore throat, but it wasn't a bad sore throat, and then a fever, and then a little bit of congestion i would mm-hmm. say and a little bit of cough and i would say like only i sneezed twice i counted i sneezed twice only <laughs> so honestly okay i don't i don't think um so it was like that was when i realized my symptoms starting on the 31st we i want to talk about like janice like vaccine situation so why don't you share with us your vaccine <laughs> situations yeah so the funny thing is I, I actually stayed indoors for the first week when i got to new york because like i wasn't vaccinated i wasn't fully vaccinated and I wanted to just lay low. I got my second vaccine. And then the day after that, I got like, I literally got every single side effect, like fever, body aches, muscle ache, hot and cold chills, headache, nausea, coughing, difficulty breathing. So it was like pretty bad. And I was also, I was also working that day. Like I was fully dead and like fully indoors for a whole week, my first week in New York City. And the ironic thing is like, even though I got my second vaccine, it even though like, you know, the full effect wasn't in yet, I, I still got COVID in the end. So I don't, you know, like I, <laughs> it was kind of just like, it was not to happen anyway. You know, we just kind of deal with it. Yeah. But at least I got my second vaccine. So, you know, like I don't have a fever or anything. It's just very mild symptoms for me. Okay. Knowing me, I literally just recover from a cold before we went to New York <laughs> City. So when I got COVID, when I realized that was COVID, I was thinking like, wait, that's like the mildest cold I've ever <laughs> received in my life. If that's COVID, then I'd rather get COVID than... Yeah, I know you just recovered from the flu, literally. So it's it's actually kind of ironic just to think about it. Because like we were in New York City at the height of the outbreak. You know, so I was actually very... I, I, w- I wouldn't be... I'm not surprised that we got it. Um, mm-hmm. I would actually be even more surprised if we didn't get it. <laughs> but um, how do you feel about getting like COVID? Okay, so like I like I said, I it really wasn't that bad. So like, if you ask me if I want to get COVID or my actual flu, I would say COVID because to me that was like the mildest thing I've ever received in my life. <laughs> like I've I've been like sick so many times. So knowing me, like if you know me, like Jenna yeah. know me, like honestly that was so mild. Even though we're still coughing right now, but like it's really not that bad. I'm not encouraging everyone to get COVID, <laughs> but now that we got COVID, I feel like. We're basically immune for the next few months. <laughs> so I think that's like something kind of relief, kind of relief because knowing us, we're always so like nervous about whether we'll get it or not when we're walking on the street or we're driving to like getting groceries or anything. So now I feel like getting COVID, especially like it's Omicron, like it's the mildest thing compared to like the rest of the other um, name of the virus. Mm-hmm. I think um, it is a blessing. That's, you know, it is a blessing that we're getting something that's not that severe. But also, like, be safe because we know that there's another variant going around. <laughs> but what about you, Janice? How do you feel about getting COVID? Like, honestly, I'm very, very much so relieved because at this point, uh, especially in America, I'm not talking about Taiwan, especially in America, um, I would be even more scared if I still don't have it because I don't know how my body reacts to it, you know? So now that, like, even though the symptoms are very mild, like, the worst that I'm doing right now is like I have difficulty breathing and like I'm coughing a lot but other than that like everything's functioning normally and at least like I know how my body is reacting to re- reacting to COVID 
So like I know what to expect and I know what to like prepare for in the future. And like it's just kind of one of those things that like if you're in the states right now, it's pretty inevitable that you're you're gonna you know like you're pretty much gonna get it like guaranteed. Um, it's just how your body's gonna react to it. Yeah. So for a lot of people back home, like in Taiwan, aka my parents, um, they you know like people. <laughs> Like, like, we haven't told our parents that we got <laughs> Omicron. They kept asking, but we're just like, no, we're no, fine. We're, fine. We're, fine. <laughs> we're just, you know, scratch your throat and shit. But, like, I think a lot of, like, tai- Taiwan itself is very... And, like, not a lot of people have gotten it, so they don't know what to expect. But now that I have it, I can genuinely say that, like, I'm relieved. And I'd rather get it right now. Like what Jacqueline said, like, the mildest of all variants than like delta or anything anything else in the future so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm relieved <laughs> yeah also like jenna's mentioned about like i did feel like unable to breathe a little bit like on the first on the 31st and it was to the point i feel like oh my god i kind of like need hospitalization to that point yeah that's scary for only like i would say like 10 to 20 minutes and then after that i didn't really feel that much of like a breathing like situations but like yeah it was it was kind of scary at that moment and now you still have like that sentence too yeah like i think my my biggest things are just like i like i get like i can't breathe um normally and i have like i cough and that's it no fever or anything else so i wouldn't be too like worried per se it's just you know like it's just a matter of time before i get better so guys still be careful you can definitely get omicron a hundred percent even if you're vaccinated so (laughs) so just you know like be careful but at the same time, if you're in the States, then, you know, just uh, make sure that your living situation isn't with, you know, like people who are more s- like succumbing to COVID, like your grandparents. But if anything, just be careful because I feel like it's inevitable, inevitable at this point. Yeah. And we're probably going to tell our parents after we recover from it. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my mom's going to like freak the fuck out. Like actually freak <laughs> my out. My dad will probably do that. But Laura! <laughs> It's like we're still alive and like we're immune kind of yeah but honestly just get your booster because i know some of my friends who got booster they said they only have like um sore throat for like two days and that's it mm. maybe i should get like two to three um vaccines for my flu as well if that's like so mild i really need that like i don't know what's gonna happen after this you know <clears throat> but yeah so it's like well you know Long story short, we both have COVID. It's an interesting experience, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I feel like both of us are pretty relieved at this yeah. point. Um, and I, I really do look forward to what our parents' reactions are when they find out we have COVID. <laughs> so yeah. it's quite funny. But so to close it off, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we do, this is a little bit special because like we did release a vlog on youtube as well as well as this episode on on podcast on spotify um just because like we skipped last week and we really wanted to give you guys like a recap of what happened and like our our adventures in new york city so i hope you guys kind of enjoyed that as well um and for next week we will be talking about our like a reflection on the judgments that both me and jacqueline have received in the past, in the present, or maybe in the future. So it's a really interesting topic that we wanted to kind of bring up um, because, again, like, judgments, it's it's also inevitable. Uh, and we wanted to kind of tell you guys, like, how we deal with it and, like, how we see it um, being, you know, just knowing that it's, you know, a part of life. 
And like that topic, it's also going to be on YouTube as well, but it's more so conversational. It's not so much a vlog. So just tune in. Be sure to kind of like subscribe so you can see our conversations and our facial expressions aside from like on Spotify. But yeah, thanks again, guys. Uh, we will be uploading this on Sunday, every Sunday night at 9 p.m. PST. And again, this is Janice. And this is Jacqueline. And we hope to see you guys next week on Meet Me in Taipei.